0: What's up, guys? We're back with another 10-Minute Tuesday, and this week we want to talk about something that is obviously vitally important to being a successful you can waterfall. What's that? You can look at them. Look at what? Them. Hi. Because this I is on our YouTube channel. My can. face is just white. <laughs> <laughs> you see my face? Look dude? at this one. It's just white. <laughs> I'm a ghost. <laughs> anyway, dude. Uh, we want to talk about scouting, and then from scouting, what your decoy spread looks like. So... Honestly, Joe, the
1: amount of questions that we get on scouting, man, yeah. is honestly overwhelming. Yeah, it's and crazy. it feels really common to me, just like how to scout for birds. It feels really easy to me just because I've been doing it for so long. But we've been getting so many questions on it that we feel felt like we should dedicate this 10-minute Tuesday to scouting.
0: I think it will be helpful for some people, for sure. Mm-hmm. If you know how to scout and you're successful scouting, and then this might not be for you.
2: Yeah, but if you're really good, then then peace <laughs> out.
0: Bye. (laughs) All right. So, Joey, there's three things, for the most part, that birds are doing. Can you go through those?
1: At night, they're sitting on a roost. That's their safe place. That's where they know they're not going to die, whatever. That's where a large congregation of birds are hanging out. Then you have a loaf. That's where they hang out in between feeding, right? They're just hanging out. They're being social. They're drinking water a lot of times. They're just hanging out. Which
0: is a good telltale sign, not to cut you off, but a lot of times a loaf is water. Mm-hmm. Almost all the time. Why don't they go to
2: the same spots? What do you mean? Like, why don't they just go back to the roost?
1: A lot. Sometimes they do. So that's the difference. So a lot of times, especially later in the season, there is no loaf. Because there's no open water. So they go back to the roost in order to drink, be social, be safe, blah, blah.
2: So it's like coming from a pond... To a grass field.
1: I don't like this voice. Yeah, what is
2: this? (laughs) So it's like coming from a pond to a grass field, and then they'll go to some other water, and Mm -hmm. then back to the grass field, and then
1: back to the roost.
0: Yeah, that, yep.
1: And sometimes, like, so it's a lot more difficult, I'd say, to scout birds earlier in the year because there's so much open water, and there's so many places for them to eat, Mm -hmm. and it totally depends on your area, but let me just take this area in specific. If they roost on the river... And then they go out to feed in the morning and then they go out to some sheet water area where or they can pond. eat or a pond or something where they can eat invertebrates, drink water and be social, be safe essentially. And then they go back out to feed and then they go back out to the roost. So the tough part about early season is that there's so much open water to where they can just, sometimes they will move their loaf. And I've been burned on this many times in this area. There's so much water in Minnesota. We are the land of 10,000 lakes, and in reality, it's more like 15,000. Mm-hmm. It just depends on what people call Yeah, and if you lake. count what
0: a Wisconsin counts as a lake, then we're like 30,000. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. We got a lot of long lakes in Minnesota. We do. Like-
1: but anyway, <laughs> the, like the really important thing, it depends on what time you're scouting at. So right. say you're the normal 9 to 5 guy. You are not able to scout before work. Yeah you are going to be able to scout in the afternoon when they're feeding at night and then going back to the roost. So in that situation, you were able to see what they're eating and then where they're staying at night. Cool. Right. Sounds
0: so, great. and let me just point this out too. So what Joey's saying is you want to go to where they're feeding, right? And when a lot of people would stop there. Okay. But I would highly encourage people, if you find them where they're feeding and you have the time, follow them from their feed back to the roost. Because there's a multitude of reasons, but number one, if you follow them, then A, if you don't have that feed field lockdown, now you know what a good traffic line is, right? So if you're going to traffic hunt birds and you know where they're roosting and where they're feeding, now you have the opportunity to find a field in between that and mm-hmm. pick a good traffic field. B, now you know how many birds are actually using that roost because a lot of times multiple groups of birds will feed different fields but use the same roost at night. So it can give you a good representation of how many birds are actually in your area because you might go and scout 100 birds feeding in a field, but then you follow them back to the roost and there's 500 birds on the roost, right? So now you know, Oh well, there's only 100 birds in that field, but there's 500 birds on this specific roost. So now if there's, you know, tomorrow... You know where to start scouting them. Let's say you scout them on a Friday afternoon and you're not going to hunt a Saturday. You can scout them that morning, Saturday morning, and start at the roost and follow them to a feed or follow a different group right. to a different feed. Essentially, so,
1: the more information that you have, the better.
0: Have yeah, 100%. Go ahead, guys. So for going back to the 9 to 5
2: what's a good way to do some scouting online?
1: Uh, there's a great app that I don't know if it's real or not because I've been burned on it twice. <laughs> It's the Ducks Unlimited app. Okay. And it, people go on there and they say, a lot of birds in this area, a lot of birds in that area. And then I, I've gotten there late every single time. So, I don't know. I mean, internet scouting is you patrolling Facebook and seeing how well people are doing in an area. And mm-hmm. then you look at their profile and you see where they're at because most people aren't really going too far from home. Internet
0: scouting is a lot more helpful for duck hunting. And it's not so much that you're scouting birds. It's more that you're finding locations where you can hunt birds, right? So like the DNR maps are a super helpful thing, at least in Minnesota. I'm not sure what other states look like, but the DNR maps in Minnesota can tell you what's public and what's not so that at least you know, hey, here's a public lake. It's close to a WMA or a WPA and there's a good opportunity that I could shoot birds there. Right, so that's pretty helpful when you're hunting ducks on public land. Yeah, but in terms of scouting geese or even ducks in fields, there's really not a super successful way to internet scout.
1: Well, and that's pretty Minnesota specific because yes, places like North Dakota have a lot of public fields that they can hunt as long as it's not posted. Right, and whatever private so pretty, fields, but not posted. It's pretty area specific.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. but
1: the way that we hunt. If you're going to be hunting public, you're more, more than likely hunting ducks. Yeah. But 99% of the time. So, but in places like North Dakota or Kansas, whatever.
0: It's, so. well, it's still private. It's just not posted. Well,
1: or you can get permission on it pretty yeah. easily.
0: Right. Another question. Yeah. And here's the thing, though, too is, yeah. And I know it sounds basic and we kind of talked about it, but like Joey mentioned in the very beginning, the biggest thing you can know is birds are doing one of three things they're either roosting, they're feeding, or they're loafing. Right, so they get up off the roost. They go to a feed. They go to a loaf. They go to a feed. They go to the roost. Yep, that is the biggest thing you can possibly know. There's not enough that. There's no amount of information that won't be helpful.
2: Does that vary between geese, lessers, ducks? Yes. How? Oh.
1: So we're we're mostly talking about Canada's, yep. If anything, and then also ducks, but <clears throat> we don't get lessers in Minnesota, so I don't even put any energy toward them. As far as I know, for lessers, they're hitting roost feed, roost feed. And when they are feeding, they're feeding all day. Whereas, and that's often my personal experience hunting in Kansas and hunting in Oklahoma. They are feeding as much as they can till they can't. So I'm, we're mostly talking about larger Canada geese from 7 pounds to 20 pounds. That's what we're talking 20 about. Pounds. So 20 what,
2: pounds. So what about for ducks and scouting ducks? What's the strategy
1: there? Uh, be there first thing in the morning. Yeah. If you think ducks are going to hit an area, be there first thing in the morning because that's when they're most active. And then if you're, I mean, ducks late season and again, totally depends on the area, but in our area, they're hunting corn. We are hunting them in corn fields and bean fields. So they go, so it's later in the season. It's later October, early November till the end of season, which is the end of November. And it's a little bit colder. There are no loaves open.
0: Do they go from big water to small water, small to big? So What's that was a- one thing I was going to bring up. One of the things, at least that I've noticed a lot of times, is a loaf is typically not like a big lake. No. It's like a pond. Yep. Do you know why that is?
1: I just think it's more social. Yeah. Honestly, I I, I don't have an educated It's always been for that. interesting
0: for me, right? Because I'm like, as I'm scouting these birds, following them to a loaf, it's like they're roosting on a lake.
2: It's less windy. It's less, you know... They're Less roosting on a lake, on feeding
0: in a field, and then it's loafing on usually, a tiny pond. Usually
2: shallower, so they can probably access more, you know.
0: It's just more chill.
1: They can eat in vertebrates. Yeah. 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 More
0: food. Yeah. No, I think those are the biggest three things to know. Birds are doing one of three things they're loafing, they're feeding, they're roosting. Mainly talking I'm
1: about figuring geese. it out. Yeah. And before we have 30 seconds left, but early season Canada geese, it's really tough because. In the morning, they'll be eating grass, and in the afternoon, they'll be eating wheat. So if you're only able to scout them in the afternoon and you see them eating wheat, you're going to go, okay, let's go hunt them in the wheat. And then you show up next morning, they're not there. And
0: -hmm. that's because
1: you don't know enough information. So my best advice is hunt with a party To where people have different work schedules to where you can go and find those birds all throughout the day. The more information, the better.
0: And coordinate your schedules with each other. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Like talk as a group, work as a team. Joey, you're scouting them in the morning. I'll scout them in the afternoon. Whatever. Yeah.
2: Hopefully it helped. Let us know in the comments below if this is, uh, if there's something else or something we missed, you know, any other strategies for your area, scouting with boats, whatever. Um, And we will uh, see you guys soon.